welcome to Skipping the Queue, episode, uh, I think, eight, actually. Uh, seven. Seven. Because we, st- yeah, sorry, I was thinking that the new one was nine. Anyway, my name is Red. Uh, I am joined by Mel for the first time in a while. Hello, Hello I'm back. Uh, yeah. I'm also looking for a new co-host. I hear some people on the staff aren't too kind on to Pisces. Uh, uh <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, uh... Some, we've got HR involved, uh, it will be resolved. Um, I'm also joined by Rad. Hello. Uh, I don't have anything quippy to say this time, my brain broke. That's absolutely fine. Um, and, uh, we're watching two episodes of, well, we watched two episodes of Blazer. Um, we didn't cover, uh, episode seven last week because first, it's a part one, second, uh, we were just kind of, kind of busy. <laughs> I uh, was, I was driving back from Chicago and getting stuck in traffic. It was a, it was a rough time. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, this episode of Blazer, um, I'll just like broadly lay it out. We got Gento's mentor has summoned uh, a kaiju, uh, with the intention of washing away human civilization um, and allowing humanity to start again, this time living in fear of nature and going in the right direction. Um, and that's all kind of set up in part one. Uh, Blazer doesn't do too hot in the fight and has to, uh, has to, has to back off. And then in part two, uh, Teruaki, um, is the one that wants to persuade, uh, Gento's mentor to give up this quest to uh, destroy human civilization using uh, a lot of the same arguments that Gento does. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and um, you know, succeeds kind of-ish, but then uh, uh, his mentor says some, the hardest line in the show so far, uh, and then um, and then they have a little shootout and he, he uh Teruaki shoots off the rings on his arm and uh, that releases control of the kaiju and now the kaiju can be defeated by Blazer. Um, and that's uh, the end. Uh, Gento's mentor does not get uh, sent to jail for this because, uh, you know, it seems a little ridiculous that one person could be responsible for so much and there's just insubstantial evidence. Uh, so he's he's out. He's just, he's gone fishing. A lot of fishing in the show. You know, that's what you do. Sam yeah. Ryder Fisher. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's the, the, that's the two episodes. We got one. We got a Tarawaki episode. Uh, yeah, I, I, I could stuff. not believe that we actually did, in fact, get the Tarawaki episode yeah, as like, part of the stuff, two part. <laughs> stuff Tarawaki focus episode, which is good. It was good. Um, I liked, uh, I liked Tarawaki stuff. Um, him at the very end having uh, <laughs> solved everything and just being like, okay, can I now ask you to sign your book <laughs> for me, please? <laughs> uh, pretty good. Um, the, uh, uh, whatever, whatever we want to start. Uh, uh, post I... this, this Nijika. What was that? Oh, I was saying, uh, post this Nijika because post Nijika the name of the, the oh name yes of the kaiju. <laughs> fuck 
Yes, post this Nietzsche. Fuck. Okay, we need to make. We need to do that shit post that immediately after this episode. <laughs> post this Nietzsche. Um, yes. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to direct things. Where do we? Where do we want to start? Uh, I I think the upside down rainbow as a well known image or symbol rather of uh, incoming doom rules mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot actually. It's pretty uh, sick. I I like that they they did the very like the classic kaiju as a force of nature, um, as a reaction to humanity fucking with things. Uh, and this being a cyclical event that's that's been going on since ancient times, sort of, you know, all that was my jam. Um, I kept wondering during the second episode if this needed necessarily to be a two-parter. I don't know that it did, honestly. Uh, I think we could have gotten a lot of this done in one. I guess we had to squeeze in some, uh, we had to get a Teraraki episode. Um, but also, also it's just, uh, I, I think there's just some... I get like there's just some kick that you get out of like oh the um uh the good guy's super uh, special move didn't didn't couldn't wasn't enough to beat the monster this time uh so it's, yeah. it's time for power scaling. <laughs> I see. I just I always would have imagined that would be a thing you do after you get the character centric episodes. Like we get through all of these and then like we have our first big two parter and then oh no it looks like he's gonna lose and then you know mm-hmm. but. I guess, I guess, I guess, sometimes. I guess, in this sense, they might be ev- they might be going even more economical, because now yeah, now we, that's now, true. Now we've got Teraki's stuff done. Um, that, that is true. I did like the fact that all the like ritual stuff uh, around summoning what's it called Niji Nijika Nijika Gucci. Uh, I think so. Let me just N- look it up. Um. All the stuff like the, the little the little stone statues of uh, of the kaiju. Yeah, Niki, Niji Kagachi. Niji Niji Um <clears throat> All the little, little like stone statues and stuff. That's pretty cool. Uh, I um I don't know where I, I I lost my train of thought just then. Uh, it's a good monster design. I like it a lot. Yeah, apparently the monsters are, in the show are selling out pretty well, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been, in recent years, uncommon for the kaiju to actually be marketable. But it's a work in this show. Uh, I just feel like everything's, everything's going too well for this show. Like, I realize that's <laughs> not a thing. I realize that's not a thing um that it it can just blow up and just everything will be fine but it's just i just i just feel like i feel like some kind of deal with the devil happened uh everything's gonna it's all it's all gonna uh uh come back to bite the dark subaraya era yeah yeah we're slowly gonna start to see satanist imagery in the show (laughs) (laughs) the uh the dark subaraya anthology (laughs) It's gonna happen. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, there's a. Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say there's a lot of cool shots in this show, in these episodes, with just like the kaiju being the center of, like, typhoon, and so mm-hmm. you have like 
the area being totally clear, but with like the ring of dangerous storm clouds around the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blazer jumping up and grabbing the rainbow is very sick. Uh, yes, the big oh, that was great. The big moment right at the end, um, grabbing the rainbow for the super move. Uh, very cool. Big fan. Um, I guess to get into like the plot. Um, the main, the main, the, like, two big moments in both of these episodes are arguments between, uh, Gento and, uh, his mentor, and then Teruaki, and I've just straight up forgotten this mentor guy's name. Um. Me too. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but they don't say it often. <laughs> do I have it? I, they call him the professor, but, uh. The professor. I will call him the professor. That works I, for yeah, me. Yeah, I'll have my notes, Professor. He, he is a kaiju specialist. He's a kaiju specialist. <clears throat> He's written books on kaiju. I think, I think they said he was originally, like, did research with the... What's the group? GDF? GGF? Uh, uh, whatever the one in... Whatever the... Whatever the larger organization Yeah, the... The, 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 T, the TDF. Uh, uh, but, for, but for modern Ultraman. For Ultraman Blazer. Um, yes. Uh, he is... His book is written... Taroaki specifies his book is written from the... <clears throat> like, from the point of view of Kaiju. Uh, like, uh, viewing humanity through Kaiju. Um, and... Uh, uh, discussing, like, the various problems, the humanity, the, the plague on nature and stuff. Uh... Mainly, uh, the argument, uh, from, I, I saw, I saw, I saw, um, I saw someone tweet something along the lines of, like, it's nice that, um, the main character of this show is the, the captain of the crew because he has the confidence and experience to actually, like, argue, uh, to, like, dismiss, um, the, not the, the evil speeches, um, and the response that had been screenshotted was, ah, but human, humanity is part of nature. And I was like, this is, <laughs> this is, this is an eight-year-old's argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that, that was, that was the exact line too that <clears throat> killed me where I was like, oh no, someone sat in on like a, a freshman ecology class. <laughs> now, <laughs> this now, bad. I, I will say that like, you know, just like some, I'm just like someone who listens to like, I listen like 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 I listen to Lefty podcast and like as if someone in a settler colonial country also listens to podcast from like a indigenous perspective. So I would at least say that like yes, an indigenous perspective would be that yes, humanity is part of nature, and the you know the issue is, um, you know it's not that uh, Gento and Teraraki are like I'd like the base level correct. Um, I, I want to. You know, it's it's just. Anyway, you continue. I can I can look back. Oh no no that's that's okay. I because you are right, and I do want to be like more specific. Um, the specific like way that this is deployed is the same way that it's deployed in like like ninety percent of like anime and JRPGs about this. Uh, which is, um, it's like. 
humanity is part of nature it's not like the found like it's not like a foundational like understanding of of anything it's like a gotcha it's like uh ah but you know we're part of nature uh so yeah, your yeah. your criticisms are invalid and the criticism yeah, and like, the critic his criticisms still stand um yeah and like that's that's a thing also a thing from like i can glean from the worldview of these episodes because like you know obviously this show is a toy commercial <laughs> so it's a it is a product being made uh in a liberal capitalist society uh and it's just interesting how like everyone's like reactions to like the professor's grand statements of like oh humanity is destroying nature is like he's right but he's not doing it right like mm-hmm. they don't actually yeah. challenge the core unessential assertions which you know someone who's like from a socialist indigenous perspective would be like wait yeah. what do you mean we it's yeah. a the um... it's, it's like a capitalism specific thing uh an extractive industries that's causing Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah the, environmental the bro- destruction and not just like you know humanity naturally yes does this uh and um you know that's why so you get people like pushing back against the concept of like the anthropocene as like no this, this is not a humanity thing this is a <laughs> very specific economic mode mm-hmm. <laughs> that is doing this yeah the uh the like um, characterizing it as like the oh, the the malaise of all people has has caused yeah. and like our unwillingness yeah. to do nature and stuff it's like the the like i i am the spe- the specific thing uh uh i am talking about when i when i say like um uh this is this is the argument of an eight-year-old is i this is all the argument of an eight-year-old. <laughs> this is, uh, this is like, yeah. um, this is obviously because it is. It's for children. It's a, it's a show for children. I, I realize it's kind of, um, aimed at, uh, an audience because they do have an adult audience, and like Blazer is like deliberately playing to that. Um, but also, uh, this entire as as much as. I like these episodes. I, I, I think they do this argument just fine. I think it's absolutely fine. Um, but you know, you know, I, I can't, I can't talk about it without pointing at it and going, "Well, this whole thing is is uh, stupid yeah. for children." I mean, and, 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 like, it, it was very goofy. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is, it is like, I would also say that a professor, technically speaking, his position is technically an eco-fascist one if you really yeah, think yeah, about yeah, it yeah 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 and i'm 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 not saying like uh, i'm i am saying that the uh the 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 framework of this is not the this is you know his evil speech um and the rebuttal are all part of like the same the ideology kind of yeah yeah i so i just want to point that out because i've definitely also seen like the phrase eco-terrorist thrown and like well i think that is correct i also you know i i just you know just feel like the term eco-terrorist is some horseshoe theory labeling to be like oh eco-fascist and the people who oppose pipelines on indigenous land are the same thing so you know mm-hmm. just you know yeah, yeah yeah crossing crossing our t's dotting our eyes uh absolutely and thank you Teraki is bringing at least a more well-informed argument being like okay listen uh your actions will kill other things besides people by the way (laughs) 
Yes, oh, that, that is that is like uh, uh, that is like the the one bit that's like a step towards like uh, like a good like any kind of good point being made. Um, the professor's like, uh, you're also true. You're yeah, also he's... correct. However, only one of us can be correct. <laughs> he's the like lazy. the the hard yeah the me referring to the hardest line is him saying. Well, uh, you're correct, but there can't be two correct opinions on this, and there, <laughs> and there, and therefore, according to Darwinism, <laughs> one of us has to survive, and one of us has to be selected against, and pulls like doesn't doesn't pull a gun, but starts to do his energy blast, which is the his equivalent. <laughs> it's which is uh very stupid and very cool. Uh. It, it, th- that scene is pretty fun, both just because, like, uh, you know... Well, earlier we get, like, Gento being like, he's my professor, I'm gonna try and negotiate and take him out if needed. And Takaraki, Taraki's like, no, I'll do it. Uh, first of all, giving the most ridiculous statement, I've read all his books, I know how he thinks. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm more suited for this. So true, so true. And then, uh, you know, me, you, me, I've read all his books, as opposed to you, who's actually, you know, was his student. Has a working relationship. <laughs> listen, listen. I love to speak uh, for Tomino on Twitter. I do it all the time. <laughs> I yeah, not you abo- basically know the guy. I am not above this. <laughs> I'm like, well, naturally, obviously. Um, Gendo's like, are you sure? Do you have what it takes to pull the trigger? And Tarek is like, uh, I don't know. Do you do? Do you? <laughs> that okay. That uh, that was sick. <laughs> that was that was a good line. Um, but yeah, then we have like. Just a good moment as, like, you know, Gento and Yasunobu go in Earthgaron, uh, and then, you know, the rest of the gang uh, goes uh, to negotiate uh, Emmy, notably being in sniper position, while also lamenting, I want to see Earthgaron's new guns, um, <laughs> which we haven't talked about, but... Uh, yeah, Earth- Earthgaron gets up much to Yasunobu's, um, like, he doesn't want to do it, because he hasn't he hasn't he's not satisfied that the preparation is done uh but they have to strap on the massive rail guns from the tortoise episode um to even Earth though Garon. they've never been tested they've never been tested i've been argued and we saw a lot of testing uh we saw them tested against earth garon yeah um, apparently that doesn't count no. <laughs> um the we do get uh chekhov's gunned um he like misses the re- the recoil sends a shot up into space and he's like damn i guess we can shoot into space with this thing <laughs> i ooh maybe that'll come up later maybe that'll be useful to I will say this is the first time in episode i noticed earth garon like take a smack and then the like do the anime um spirally eyes thing to show that it's dazed it's so good it's so funny yeah someone had to program that <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm also kind of realizing as we're talking, maybe because it's just the nature of the two part. But I feel like we barely talked about episode seven because, like, <laughs> almost um, everything's in episode eight. So episode uh, seven, uh, establishing everything. Uh, the conversation between, I mean, it's a lot of like uh, the research into uh, what uh, uh, Niji uh, Nijikagachi uh, is uh, is about. Um, yeah, we get the backstory of it. Yeah, we get the backstory, including like uh, 
the professor's village uh, from years ago, uh, like uh, praying for uh, Nijikagachi's uh, assistance uh, to give them rain. Because um, like he's like a rain god, and if he's angry, well, then he's he's kind of a storm storm god. Nah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's we also get like some context. It's interesting, like it's happening while Nil, like before the kaiju comes. It's like a there's a drought in Japan. We got Tiraki mm-hmm. complaining about his family's crops, for instance. Yeah, and um, um, the professor. So uh, we get like two meetings between him and Gento, but the professor, uh, his whole deal is he's talking about like, well. They kaiju used to be everywhere in Japan because people used to respect and fear them, um, and that was the right way of things. Um, we should go back to yeah, yeah it's sort of like a I think it's like a in harmony with nature thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, and then all the kaiju just got hunted, I guess, to extinction basically. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, basically it's like kind of kind of like the painting. Um, Gento's role as like kind of big game hunter almost for gods. <laughs> yeah. See, it 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 was interesting to me because I between this and then also the uh big turtle episode or whatever too, I I love the little bits and details we get of this of how integrated into people's lives these creatures once were because you know the stuff we've seen sometimes that's the case, but a lot of the times it just seems like there's weird shit everywhere just under the surface of the land or the sea um and i think and they're doing a great a job guy from space yeah and <laughs> sometimes weird sometimes there's a walrus in the clouds um <laughs> you know you never know uh, but uh i i like the world building for lack of a better term that they've been doing with that um and and also too uh, I did also kind of feel that implication there, too, again, going into the environmental stuff of this episode of, oh, like, they probably killed off a bunch of them as humanity rose to, like, prominence sort of thing. But then also, too, there there feels like there's this impl- implication that you kind of get from mythologies and stuff, too, of, like, oh, the gods went to sleep or the gods decided to, like, stow away or bide their time or whatever. Um and sometimes they get stumbled onto and wake up and, and horrible things happen. It's so. like, the, like the age of the gods versus the age of man kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's just fun framing for a show like this. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think there is like a bit of like, you know, this stuff goes back all the way to Ultraman where sometimes uh, the hero is just a cop who beat punches out an animal for no reason. But like, uh, it is interesting having like an argument of like, kaiju are, you know, even through like, the sort of like childish argument i guess you could say of the the characters having is just like yeah kaiju are animals too and then like uh but uh they're threatening humanity so we gotta use the guns etc like, you know our heroes being on sort of like the opposite end of that i do i do i I threw around the world the word childish but like i you know i, I only say so because it is literally a sh- like a show for yeah, children yeah, it's yeah. it's I'm fine to, like yeah, I, I I did say that with apprehension because I don't want to like <laughs> be too mean to the show. Uh, uh yeah, and, it's... and like you know, it is because it is also like a show made, you know, is being funded by a big corporation to sell merchandise, and you know, it is like a product. Yeah, I'm, of yeah, I'm, I'm the not. Ex- is, is I'm not. I'm so, not. Yeah, expecting... it's, not, it's not like the writer's fault. Um, yeah, I'm not expecting just... like coherent, um, uh, coherent, uh 
environmentalist uh, ideas uh, from not like a Shars counterattack. Uh, listen, uh, that's that that's coherent if you think if you think about it in the right way. <laughs> no, I honestly, I just thought the argument was funny, mostly as just like it felt very internet comment like commenty in the back and forth, and then we're gonna find out. <laughs> uh, it was it was a it was a funny time. Uh, I like the professor's reaction, being like, "Ah, uh, that's human arrogance." <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, also, good Emmy moment. She's like, yeah. So the bracelets apparently give you like a snake mark, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then Kent is like, "Where'd you find this?" And she's like, uh, "I found it in this lab. I broke in." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very, very. It's very straightforward to do Emmy's job. You just be uh really good at breaking into places, do crimes. Yeah, <laughs> just do crimes. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're working for the government, it's not a crime anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, right? What's a warrant? Yeah, uh, uh, that is how it works in practice. Yep. True. Uh, when who guards the Ultra Guard? Ultra Seven. <laughs> you know what? Ultra Seven would just kill his friends. The, uh, the Ultra, the Ultraman would kill the friends. Uh, would kill uh, any humans that did wrong. I know it. Ah, uh, they're the- jealous gods. Oh, they got the killer's eyes. Um, the eye of the kaiju. I I'm itching to talk about the next time on, but I don't know when a good time to be. Let's, yeah. let's talk uh, about the next time on right now. Let's do it. Yes. It's fucking Garamon. It's fucking <laughs> Garamon. Garamon returns. Part of the three. squeal I made. <laughs> uh, I am not going to pretend that anyone listening to this. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I could pretend that there are people listening to this that don't listen to Ultra Q. There, there, there might be. Um, Garamond's cool. All you need to know is Garamond's cool. Uh, I think uh, like people ten... need to know about his family tree, but I won't repeat myself here. Ten times less likely to get prone to uh, being smushed into the dirt. <laughs> True. <laughs> I... um... Big one. One day, Pigmon won't take an L, uh, but until they do, uh, Pigmon, I would like to see take continuously bigger Ls. They should have put Pigmon in this episode for the professor to be like, see, look at this one. He's just a little guy. (laughs) You gonna squish him? (laughs) Uh, they, They accidentally step on him with Earth Garon. <laughs> Gento to Teraki, do you have what it takes to take out Pigmon? Teraki, do you? <laughs> I have what it takes to take out Pigmon. Not because I have hate in my heart, but because I, I love to watch him die. <laughs> it's just too perfect. It's, the, 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 it's one of my favorite. I know it's it's not a good episode of Ultraman, but it's one of my favorite scenes of Ultraman is when Pigmon gets fucking smushed. Oh man, the punch is so aggressive. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, I never got I, a chance. Uh, oh, Rassingo. go ahead, Rasengo, Rasengo. Okay, uh, it's it's a minor thing, but the continued choreography of Earthgaron and uh, Blazer getting like to work together has been really fun for me. I, yeah. I think it adds a lot to the show. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was actually expecting this episode to, like, Blazer to, like, hold Nijika in place. Uh, that didn't happen, but, like, you know. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was funny, the power goes down, and then, like, Gento gets the Blazer thing on his wrist, and it's like, uh, I will go. <laughs> I'll go do this. <laughs> he gets he gets a new toy. Um, uh, new toy. Like a cool, new toy. Cool rainbow saw blade. Yes. New toy to sell to children. New disc to put in the other, the empty slot. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, grabbing a rainbow. Good time. Just good. Yeah, this is the cooler rainbow themed ultra man uh, monster IMO. Well, I guess the other one was an ultra Q monster, but yeah. was it? It was a golden rainbow too. Oh, it was the nuclear one. Yeah, it was, it was the rainbow's egg. It was the one with the kid that spoke mm-hmm. really weirdly. And like the egg granted dreams? Yeah. So the, the egg did make her mother walk. <laughs> yeah. Despite the fact that it was uranium. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not one of the best episodes of all you, but there is a lot. Yeah, um, it's I, by merit of most of Ultra Q being amazing, it falls quite low <laughs> on the list. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, um, yeah. I also, if we're done talking about this episode, no, just, kind- actually, wait before we finish this episode. Uh, part of the end where like they're all making fun of Tiraki and also Gento's naming sense is pretty funny. Uh. Oh yes, <laughs> and, then, and then and then the scene during after where they're just like, oh yeah, they go out, they're out uh, doing like you know, kaiju uh, aftermath reconnaissance, and then they're actually just on the farm and chilling, and it's it's pretty funny. It's the boys. Gento's just like, okay, yeah, uh, you taught me how to farm, which is cool. I'll teach you to fish next time. It can it, all of uh, all of which can be done in an evening. Yeah. I do um, think the last shot where there's just the professor, or the last shot of the professor, I can't remember if the episode ends on it or not, where he's yeah, just out, yeah, yeah, it's, is really it's good. Like, yeah, it, he just, like, he just, like, fishing, and then he hears, like, the cry of Nijika, implying, like, Nijika is just, like, you know, not dead, just returning to the ether. Poor Nijika! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. To, uh, to, uh, Kesoko Band. Uh, your guitarist is uh, having a tough time. Yeah, they summoned her to make rain. To be honest, I've seen there's a lot of people on Twitter trying to summon Nijika. <laughs> um, I've seen the yeah, posts. Like, I've seen it, your it tweets. Is... I'm speaking yeah, to the, just... the general you, to not anyone yeah. here. Uh, it is it's just like, you know, his smile when he hears the cry and just like, oh, yeah, they're not dead. They're just, you know, back to sleeping. It's pretty good. Yeah, he can hear Anno Bando. <laughs> uh, That's the but yeah, if song. we're done, if we're done talking about the episode, yeah, uh, I'll just make a point here. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that it'll come up again in a later conversation that we'll release this Thursday. But anyway, I should at least talk a little bit about my thoughts of episode six. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, Snowboo is a really ridiculous guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cool it's, it's, it's so silly uh, you have to also you know I'll talk a bit more about this in the Thursday pod but you know I, I was in Japan uh, 
I did watch Blazer live on TV. Uh, and so watching episode six without subtitles was a really bizarre experience. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets shot with a beam and takes off his shirt. And like, what the hell is going on? Why does he I think, look think, like that? I've been thinking like every day since I saw it, there's this one tweet which is someone just like posted a gif of that and just like captioned, when you get hit by the beam that makes you take off your shirt. I mean, that is what happens when you get hit by the beam that takes that makes you take off your shirt. Um, uh, it was. I, funny I frankly episode. just can't imagine watching that episode and then watching it subtitled to realize there was a washer romance subplot the I entire mean, time. The funny thing is, uh, with, even without subtitles, that was like very obvious what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. Uh, it, someone can only call a washing machine a dryer uh, crew in so many times where you tell where you can figure out oh okay <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently uh, I need to go check the exact guy but I think it was like the director of the show uh, made a guest appearance in the episode as like walking into the laundry oh, room and I, seeing that did, oh. see yes no but without his shirt seeing yes no but without his shirt on and slowly awkwardly walks away <laughs> I remember this moment distinctly because it felt like a cameo, but I didn't. Obviously, I didn't know who it was a cameo of, so I was like, "Okay, well, never mind." <laughs> yes, I know exactly who you mean. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a it was a fun episode though. I liked that episode a bunch, and uh, we may talk about it again <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, for, for, for I no, don't for no who, reason. Who could, who no could reason say why? All right. Well, unless we have anything else, I think we can uh, wrap it there. I do have one thing else that is very important. Uh, Go for it. Because you've been slacking. Uh, I have color timers for three episodes. Oh, f- of course. <laughs> Listen, I we, your bit has been missing from both shows. One of them for a very long time. <laughs> no longer. Um, uh, so, hit, hit me. Yeah, so episode six, uh, three minutes and nine seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode seven, two minutes and seven seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then episode eight, three minutes, 20 seconds. All right. Nice. We we have confirmation that it's not tied to minutes. That it's 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 just like a yeah, health it, bar. It's right? just health bar. Yeah. yeah. For this one. It could, it'd be different for other it's, it's like um It's like Dead Space. Uh, it's all like diegetic health bar. Yeah, exactly. Um, the sometimes I remember Dead Space's attempt to keep everything diegetic, and I think about how like it goes too far. <laughs> it pushed, like it like takes like one or two steps towards the ridiculous. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, that was skipping the queue. Uh, we'll be back next week. I like more. how. I like how we did two episodes and it's still like not even that much longer than a normal episode. <laughs> nah, nah, it's fine. It's this it's is fine. this is this what I'm saying. I didn't know if this needed two parts, but it's fine. Uh, this is uh, why we do. This is why we do. This three. works out because uh, I have a feeling that our <laughs> Thursday episode recording will be a bit longer. <laughs> uh oh, yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't have much. Ne- so that'll be next good. week is going to be our first skipping the queue that goes over an hour because we're going to have so much to talk about with Garamon. I'm calling it. Yes, absolutely. We're going to revisit the other the other Garamon episodes just for fun. 
going to have a Garamon Pigmon movie marathon. We're going to do a live reaction. Uh, so you're telling me you're going to willingly subject yourself to Geronimo again? Yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to do a live reaction to the Geronimo episode. Uh we <laughs> every time Geronimo is on screen we're going to boo and then um uh we're going to we're not going to give any timers. We're just going to we're not going to do any countdowns. We're just going to let people align by uh, when we boo, which is when Geronimon is on screen, and when we cheer and like do like standing ovation, <laughs> which is when Pigmon gets fucking owned. <laughs> uh, yeah, one, one day we're gonna do uh, Ultra Q live. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we should leave this episode. We <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we're done. Bye bye. I'm sorry for spoiling uh, the Geronimon episode of Ultraman so much. It's okay. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was on our skip list though it was wait did it make it onto did it make it onto our skip list yes uh, what it, were we it doing was on the sk- it was on the skip list and uh, yeah, Red King didn't appear in any capacity oh wait out of our minds I, no I think I, I, no I remember the logic that got us there because we were like you have to have one Pigmon episode and of the two that was the better one <laughs> Why did we do this? Because <laughs> uh, his, de- his death is worth it. I, I th- will fight for I th- this. I think, I think part of our logic was also, uh, you can't just have a skip list of Ultraman that is just the good episodes, because otherwise you're lying. Oh, I, no, true. I do remember this. Yes, I do that remember this. You'd be lying if you just watched the good episodes of Ultraman. It's such a big-brained way of doing a skip list. I, I, I can take credit for that one. I, I, I can take credit for that one. Because I was like... we. We can't just have it all just soji all the time. <laughs> it, it runs completely counter to the logic of a skip list. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, all right, we're done here. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, you can see your plugs in the Thursday episode, whatever. Fuck it. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, at uh, uh, ultra underscore q on Twitter. Peace. Bye.